What's up? It's your boys at Beehive Sports. It's the Off-Field Generals podcast. You got your boy, Wiss. It's your boy, Hunter, and your other boy, Devin. What's up, boys? Devin, you made it. I we made here, it. dude. Late, but I made it. <laughs> After True. last week. True. I, just at the last second. Left us high Devin has the thing where he just like doesn't text. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, granted, you're at work. So I'm real but bad like, at texting anyway. He's not but like you're real good at Snapchat. Though, like you're real good at answering Snapchat, so you're real bad at the texting part. I think it's just because I have like a uh, 170 messages like built up in my messages. I'm just like, I don't want to go back to You need to get those, that cleaned up, I, man. I what are you doing? <laughs> he likes the feel of it every time he checks the I'm messages. I'm like looking down like, like, like 170 messages I've built up over like a four year span. I'm just kidding. I need yeah, I need you to change you. that up. Over the last couple of weeks, the yeah. 179 messages that have built up. See, but if you were just good at responding to those, it wouldn't be an issue. True. I'll work it's on a, it. It's a right, cycle. It's a, it's a dangerous cycle. Exactly. It, and I've fallen right into it. What can you do? Uh, uh, I want to know the oldest ep- oldest message. I want to know who is still waiting. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I want to know who I'll check. is still waiting on you. Probably some girl who maybe ghosted back in back in the day. Oh, no. It's not that old. <laughs> Let's see. Ah, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Oh, so you get text from T-Mobile. On the 15th. Hi, Devin. Your T-Mobile bill of $120 is now available. So, and is so that's the, the oldest message you've got. Yep. Since yeah. he saw that bill number, he was out. He was like, Crap. He's like, if I just don't respond to this, they won't. <laughs> so now all messages that come through, he was like, it's, it's AT&T. I got to stay back. Yep. T-Mobile. Sorry, T-Mobile. I got to stay back. T-Mobile. Gotta look Same out. difference. Uh, like Devin's inbox, we have, we're packed today. We got a packed, <laughs> packed podcast uh, so let's just dive right into it. Who's back of the week? Devin is back in the co-hosting chair. Lots more who's back to get to, though, Alex. Who is back for the week with you? The real Mariners are back. Now, I mean, like, the real Mariners. Like the, the ones, bad Mariners? The, like the really, crappy ones? really, really crappy Mariners are back. You know, The ones that lose to the A's? The ones that lose to the A's. Here's the deal. Like, I was feeling good. I was like, wow, maybe like we are going to start the season off good because we had a good little run there against the Angels. Uh, and then we, in the first game, we beat the A's, you know, so it's like, okay, wow. Yeah. And then who knows? And Maybe then these last two games against the A's have been, have been really eye opening for me. I don't know why you needed an eye opener. Cause they, they, cause they got my hopes up. They got, me really they got me really thinking some options here and, uh, well, then they really showed me that I shouldn't be doing that. And it's my own dang fault. So you got the angels tonight on ESPN eight o'clock. We got what? 30 minutes. 13. 13, even better, 13 baby. minutes. Uh, got smacked around yesterday. No, we got we very oh badly. Goodness. <laughs> we got just uh, left and right. Barely lost on Sunday. Awesome. Awesome. And barely lost. How'd you lose 3-2 to two on Saturday and Sunday? But hey, listen. It's the mayor. I just said the real mayor's <laughs> back. I don't know how else to answer that other than that's what we do. It's just what you're best at. What do you want me to say? That yeah, it's just like we suck. All right, and you know, in the end of the day, it's an L is an L, and that's what we like. What can you do? Uh, Who's back of the week for you, Devin? New York Yankees. The real Yankees are back. The real Yankees are back. Hitting bombs out there. Bronx Bombers. I mean, it was against the Red Sox pitching staff. So like, I mean, 
doesn't matter who it's against. I don't know how, some bombs. how realistic of a... Still a rivalry game. Throw some emotion in there. And I know you're a Red Sox fan. You might be a little salty for... Uh, no, I'm not those, salty at all. I've absolutely just accepted the fact that the Red Sox stink yeah. this year. Like the wor- they're the worst team in baseball. But Alex, there, Alex a, talks about the Mariners sucking. The stink, Red Sox are worse. If there's a year to stink, this is the year. Yeah, hats off to them for like, yeah. we'll just take 60 L's instead of 162. Find the season that's 102 games shorter than it normally would be. <laughs> but what's crazy to me, and so I've actually thought about this a lot the last like week or so, like just being a fan of a team that's never going to be bad. You know, like the Yankees are just legitimately, they're never going to have a season like the Red Sox are going to have this year. Yeah. Like the Yankees have had like down years, like the last few years or since, you know, since Jeter retired and all that stuff. Uh, they've been down years, but that's to Yankee standards. Right. Like but the least... Mariners would kill for years. The Mariners like best seasons are the Yankees' worst seasons. Right, so the Yankees will always be able to buy an upper-mediocre season. (laughs) Exactly. Like, just being a fan, the Lakers, like, they're the clinch the one seed, and everyone's like, well, after all we've had to put up with. Like, they put up with, like, five bad years. Like, they put up with five below-average years. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to hear it. And it's just because they're L.A., there's always going to be some star player that wants to go play there. There's always going to be someone who signs in free agency, someone who demands a trade to the Lakers. I mean, you had, you know, Steve Nash leaving Phoenix to the Lakers. You had Dwight Howard demanding a trade to the Lakers. You have LeBron James leaving in free agency to the Lakers. You have Dwight Howard, or not Dwight Howard, Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis demanding a trade to the Lakers. Like, Dion the, Waiters. The, the, well, I'm not going to put Dion Waiters I mean, in that. As a, he's a, I wouldn't say superstar. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Okay, but listen, as, no, no, a high, <laughs> as a high power role player, Dion Waiters is not a bad person to have. And he was begging to go there. Okay, but I'm not. Uh, we're right, talking no, like. We're not putting him in that yeah, realm. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, as of late, someone that was crawling to the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers are always going to have players, just multiple players that are wanting to be in LA. The Yankees are always just going to be able to go out and sign whoever it is. They're going to sign. You know, Araldis Chapman, they're going to sign Garrett Cole. They're going to go out and they're going to get whoever they need to get in order to not have a down year. It's just so crazy to me that there are legitimately franchises out there that football is different because you free agency is a little different and there's, you know, uh, franchise tags and all that stuff. So yeah. you're not going to see players or teams just always be good. I mean, that's why the New England Patriots are so incredible because they've just been so good for 20 years and that's never happened in the sport of football. But with basketball and with baseball, there's just teams that are never going to be bad. You know, the Dodgers are probably never, the Dodgers are never going to be terrible. Like, they're not always going to be great, but they're never going to be like the worst team in their division. The Yankees are never going to be like the worst team in the American League. Right. Because there's always teams that are going to be below them. They're always going to be teams that are going to be worse, and they're always just going to be able to field a good lineup. Just because, you know, because they're the Yankees, because they're New York, or because they're the Lakers, and because they're in L.A. It's just being a fan of one of those teams has got to be really nice to just never have to worry about being terrible like the Red Sox are this year, like the Mariners have been the last 25 years. Like, it's just something that, I mean, you like the Broncos and you like BYU, so you like teams that necessarily aren't good. But, but <laughs> yeah, Broncos won a Super Bowl in '16. Yeah, but again, NFL like they what were they like a couple of years ago? They were just like four and twelve. Right. So I'm just saying. So you have those other two yeah. teams to kind of balance it out. You the Jazz, BYU, the Broncos that are going to have down years. Well, but don't get me started on the why right now. Okay. But the Yankees are just never legitimately never going to be bad. 
Yeah, no. They, You'll they, never they, see the, the Yankees only, the, be listen, the worst team in baseball. The only time that's even possible for the Yankees to be bad is if there's a salary cap. If they ever were to ever, which they won't, but if they were ever yeah. add a salary cap to baseball, then that's when you might see the possibility just because they're not going to be able to pay all these guys on the money that they want to bring them over. Yeah. Yet again, who knows how like that Which is insane that the Red Sox would be so bad. Right. Because you'd it, think just, that the Red Sox weird. are going to be it's in that weird. same category yeah. where yeah. it's, oh, it's Boston, they have it's a little Fenway. Money to spend. They, yeah, they're, they're I mean, they have spend. plenty yeah. of money to spend. <laughs> Apparently they didn't want to spend it on the best player in baseball who's entering his prime, but that's a d- <laughs> dis- topic of discussion <laughs> for a later day. Just the fact that, like... He must have not laughed at one of, like, the... The higher ups jokes, you know what I mean? Like just like, You're really gone. got under his skin one way or another, and they said no, never, <laughs> not this guy. Yeah, so just it. let just trade away Mookie Betts for nothing. Yeah. Did you, speaking of Mookie, did you guys see that throw? Yeah, that was the best throw since I saw Mookie <laughs> do it last year. <laughs> and the Red Sox, that's the guy. The Red Sox were like, no, don't need this guy on our team. Don't don't need him. Don't want him. That knocked my socks off. Trade man. him for was Verdugo. Wild. It was wild. That was a good one. So I mean, that's my tangent, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Devin, bringing it not to take away from your who's back. Start, start to open the wound, Hunter. <laughs> it's just so it's just incredible to me, like that they're Lakers and the Yankees. Uh, I mean, the Lakers they had a couple bad years, but that's because they were so poorly mismanaged. Like the Lakers mismanaged a team as bad as you could mismanage any team. You know, signing uh, Luol Deng to that kind of contract, <laughs> signing what's his name the. Um, Oh, what is his name? The former Cavs center, the European guy. Oh, Mozgov. Ma- Timothy Timothy Mozgov. Like signing those two to those contracts that they did is as poorly of a job as you can do front office job as you can do in the NBA. And all you have to here? do is just like wait a couple of years and then you'll get Anthony Davis and LeBron wanting to join your team. What happened to Mozgov? Oh, he's out of the league. Peace. That's bad. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's just. Like right. Lakers fans, because I saw it this morning on Twitter, all these Lakers fans being Worst like, oh, five it. years, five years, couldn't, didn't make the playoffs now, look at us, number one seed. If you weren't with us five years ago, you can't be with us now. It's like, well, yeah, half of you, the, you, half the of you were in Golden State the last five years. Lakers in, have the worst team. fans in oh any sport, God. in any fan base. Lakers are Awful. the worst fans. Horrendous. We, me and Alex talk Atrocious. about this. Atrocious. Me and Alex talk Ugly, about this. stupid, irritating, annoying. I could go on for days. The people saying if you weren't with us <laughs> for the Bro, past five everyone's years, everyone's been with you the because they just bandwagon the crap on the bandwagon. My goodness, man! I mean, in their it's defense, like the Cowboys, it's probably you both I mean, just like, suck, and I hate you. Sixty percent of Lakers fans were in San Francisco, like the last five years. Yeah, so they're getting back, and they're like, "Oh, well, what happened here? Who? Who? who did, Ryan Kelly? Who's that?" Yeah. So Listen, there isn't one Lakers fan that could prove to me that he's a real Lakers fan. Not one. I went to a Jazz Lakers fan in, or Lakers game in LA, and literally, it is a preseason game. I had this guy with a Lakers hat, like fluffy hat on. He followed my friend and I around the entire Staples Center, booing us all the way back to our seats. I was like, dude, it is a preseason game. Heaven forbid I'm wearing a John Stockton jersey. Donovan, that was the first night Donovan Mitchell popped out, though. He had like 28 points. Then it shut the Lakers down. So, anyway, it's like. People were just booing, booing us the whole time. Like it's a pre-season game. The, the the few that actually stick with the team are a passionate bunch. I did see a family though, um, little Hispanic family from LA, come rolling in like ducklings, all in Utah Jazz jerseys. And I asked them, I said, "Are you guys from Utah?" No, we just like John Stockton and Carmelo and been Jazz fans ever since. I was like, "I nice. like you. Right, I like good. you." Yeah. <laughs> now see, 
Those are the ride or dies. Exactly. You know what I mean? Those yeah. are the ride or dies. Lakers don't have those ride or dies. <laughs> All right? They don't have them. We have them. Uh, who's back? Lakers fans in L.A. They're back from their short hiatus uh, hi- up north, up north, north of <laughs> <laughs> up the what is it, the Pacific One Highway? They traveled. They traveled north for the last few years. They're back. They're um, who's back for me is some locker room talk. Yep, 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 yep. So not in the sense that you think, but there were were a couple of different BYU players earlier this afternoon tweeted out their shall we say disdain for the fact that BYU, amidst all the COVID stuff, is redoing the third floor of the athletic building, which is like the uh, like upper management. So like athletic directors, like all those like administrative gotcha. positions all work on the third floor. They're redoing it completely uh, after apparently they cut players' uh, monthly stipends for like rent and food and stuff. And then also cut um, the amount of gear that they got this for fall camp, so like they got less shorts, shirts, hoodies, hats, whatever it is. Uh, and then also pointed out the fact that their locker room is probably one of the worst locker rooms, if not the worst locker room in college football that I've at least seen. Uh, so I put, tweeted out some pictures of other locker rooms across the country, namely Alabama and Washington and Arizona State, and then a picture of BYU's and BYU fans just ate it up. Uh, some asking where they can donate for a new locker room, some asking why it looks like an Ikea set from the early 2000s. (laughs) It legitimately is like light brown plywood, and like there's not any like cubbies or like anything like that. It's just like pretty much plywood with a metal coat rack hanger to hang your jersey and shirts and whatever it may be. It looks like a Costco break room. That's a perfect way of putting it. A Costco break room. Nice. Costco probably has better break rooms, quite <laughs> honestly. Um, at least there's some color. There's not any like graphics on the wall. There's really just a BYU logo on the carpet, and, and then on, like and a couple, the and then like a couple of like sectional. old church co- couches in the middle. Uh, it looks bad, and BYU needs to do something. BYU has refused to do anything about the locker room the last few years, even though. They're, they've had people approach the athletic department and say, hey, I want to do redo the locker room on my dime. Like, all, like there's a BYU fan. He's a BYU fan and a donor who uh, I think owns a construction company. And he went to BYU and said, I'll redo it with my company on my dime. And BYU like said, no thanks, but if you want to donate that amount of money to us, you can here. And he's like, well, forget it because I want it to go to the locker room. I don't want it to you know, go to the softball team and the swim and dive team. I wanted to go to the BYU football locker room. So uh, there was also weirdly some BYU fans that were like getting mad at the BYU players. Like, oh, you guys should just be happy with whatever. Let's stop that. Yes. That's that's just the old BYU fans that are. It was not just old BYU fans. It was just some BYU fans. I don't think they necessarily were old BYU fans, but like, you know, saying like, Oh, you guys should be happy with whatever. Like, oh, I don't get all these nice things, and I'm a student. Blah blah blah. Yeah, you're not. And good I think enough a lot of it, go to a Division One university and play football. And I think a lot of and it. This is why they show up for. They, this is why they come to play for you guys. Yeah, because they want. That's part of the whole experience of becoming a college football player. Is you get that kind of like access yeah. to stuff. Like you get free stuff, and it's that's what that's part of it. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Why not leave? The analogy I, the analogy I made on Twitter was <laughs> students go to these universities and guess what? Like they have incredible libraries, 
classrooms like the University of Utah is like building a new building every couple of months like their classrooms are you know doing whatever with the library like it's really really nice academic facilities you know at BYU for these students just regular students so that they can be successful in the classroom so why should we not do that exact same thing to the student athletes give them the resources give them you know there's a really really nice library for the students and we should give the student athletes a really, really nice locker room. Here's my question. Why is it that they accepted a donation to give uh, the Marriott Annex uh, building to build that for the players? Because I've toured that, and that is a nice, for basketball, that is a nice facility. I mean, their basketball facility is as nice as it gets. Yeah. But for some reason... That's just my question. Why can't they do that for football? Why are they accepting it for basketball? But all of a sudden, when it wants to happen in football, better than your football people are like, team. no. Well, are they, that, the, are they that much better than the football team because they have the resources? And Possibly. The thing is, you is, never know. The thing is, is basketball or football brings in, what was it, like almost $11 million more a year? Oh, it was way more than way that. Way more than, than football or than basketball. Why in the world don't they get the same benefits? Let me pull up the because Criddle tweeted it out uh, earlier today. So uh, let me see if I can find it. But it was he tweeted out kind of the amount of money that football brings in as opposed to basketball. Um, and it, I mean it, the difference is staggering. Like so here it is. So athletic department revenue by sport 2018 fiscal year. So here's how much money they each school brought in in 20 each uh, sport brought in in 2018. BYU men's basketball, $7.5 million, which is pretty good. Yeah. BYU football, a hair over $23 million. So over three times that, is that amount. Yeah, you're playing an Ikea plywood locker room when up the road you have the annex that is BYU, just incredible. So now if you're talking expenses, so not just the money you bring in, but also because the next person was like, well, now deduct costs too. BYU football, BYU basketball expenses was the exact same as the BYU basketball revenue. BYU football expenses was $21 million. So BYU football net brought in a net profit of $2 million just in 2018 alone. And I'm sure that that's pretty consistent year to year. So, and it's not even that BYU doesn't even need to take the funds brought in by the football team. You have people at, lining up at the door saying, we want to give money to build a locker room. So just let them. Well, yeah, that's my question, though. It's just they're saying no, they, and there's they, but they don't give any reason. They took a donation for the Marriott Annex. Why did they take that one for basketball, but they won't for football? I don't know. You'll build it. It's weird. You'll build a it's million, the athletics millions BYU. of dollars. Alex. <laughs> millions of dollars for that so Marriott thankful. Annex. So thankful. Which is super nice. And a guy comes in, hey, I want to do that. I like BYU basketball, like donors do. Sure. But then down the street, oh, yeah, I want to do the same thing for football. Nah, sorry. Can't do it. Yeah. Um, it's like BYU well, Weber State athletics. has a nicer locker room. Weber State might have the nicest locker room in the state. Yeah, they, I would no, not honestly, Weber State has a really yeah. nice locker room. But hey, they go to the FCS like semifinals every year. Yeah, I think Utah State recently got a new locker room. Uh, I think so as well. And I think nice. it, that was just Gary Anderson saying, I want to buy, build a new locker room. 
So uh, BYU needs to get with the times. Hopefully, I mean, this has been a discussion. This has come up multiple times. And if it's as like an BYU, issue, but now you, but now you have players being vocal about it. It'll come around in like three or four years because they're always. Then they all deleted their tweets. They're always later than everyone <laughs> else. They ghosted them. It's because Satake was probably like. <laughs> or the fact that the player tweeting it was the son of like the recruiting director. Exactly. So Jazz, shut up. <laughs> uh, so, say something nice about BYU's locker room, Stephen. Um, I like the what's that game where they you have like the salt on the board and you like slide. I have no. What oh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, yes. no idea. What talking about. It's kind of like if you think of uh, what's it's a, like what's, a small what's shuffleboard. Curly? It's like curling. The shuffleboard. Like, yeah, shuffleboard. There so you so go. they have a little oh, shuffleboard okay. thing there. It's pretty cool. Okay. Their cu- their couches look comfy. They at least have a logo on them. There you go. That was something nice, something bad. Uh, real nice, real something nice, something bad. Uh, Alex, say something nice about Rob Manfred. You know, I really like the gap in his teeth. Um, <laughs> it's really kind of, you know, repping that Eddie Murphy uh, he style. Owns it. Yeah, he really just he owns kills it in the it, way you know? that Anthony Davis owns the unibrow. Exactly. So he kind of kills it. And that's the, you know, the only thing I could really find. A new David Letterman. That I wanted to give. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That I wanted to, you know. Uh, something nice about Rob Manfred. He isn't Roger Goodell. There you go. Devin, something nice about <laughs> Rob Manfred. I mean, besides, I'll second that. He isn't Roger Goodell. Uh, there's not too much to say besides I don't think he's handling anything about anything at all about baseball right this year. I mean, how do you handle it? I don't know, but it's not the way he is. It's not. not yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I do know the wrong answer is what he's him. doing. Exactly. <laughs> he's that's the wrong what answer. What he's doing. Yeah. Uh, say some on the flip side of that, a league that has been doing everything great is the NBA. NBA restart uh, tipped off last week. It's been pretty much flawless. Oh yeah. Uh, say something bad about the restart, uh, Devin. Uh, Utah Jazz shooting percentage. All right, Alex. Something they air bad. games while I work. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm not liking that one o'clock. I actually really love that. It's, no, it's for really, me. It's fantastic. me off. I can't take. I can't pull my phone out that much. People are gonna be like, "Dude, you need to work." You know See, what I'm I like I wake up. That. I turn on the game at 11 a.m. I leave to work at one, and then while I'm at work in the studio, I just have my laptop playing a game. Yeah, and that's, so, that's when great. they're listen, hey, that's awesome. It's perfect for me. That's I love fantastic. it. Fantastic. Screw that, dude. I wish yeah. I had that. I was streaming. I was I, like in the middle of the sales floor. I, I put the jazz game on. You need like a projector, like just in the middle of the store. No, well, we have Do a TV. Do it like fans. The old Jumbotron. We, we have, oh, we have a TV. <laughs> okay. Like a, it's like a little kid center where we put movies on so parents can't be distracted or by their kids. They yeah. can just go watch Frozen or whatever's on. Yeah. I just went over and plugged my laptop in and I was watching the jazz game. But it's really hard because it's like, it's almost to a point where you get someone walk that walks in the door and has questions. You're like, hold on, man, hold on. Yeah. In the middle yeah, of the game. You, well, hey. then they, instead of them <laughs> shopping, off. they just want to watch the game Exactly. With you. I had a guy come over and sit for a minute, and I was like, what's <laughs> up, man? <laughs> All right. Good, good. Um, I actually don't know what to say bad about the NBA restart, just because, like I said, it's been so flawless. Yeah, that was uh, the only thing I could really think of. Yeah. Another, the Jazz's bench. Well, that's about well, that's the just Jazz, what's bad not about, about the, the NBA. Jazz. We could go on all day. But it's something bad in the bubble. Uh, something bad about the NBA restart is that I don't know how to like sign up to be one of like the virtual fans. I know. I've been, I feel yeah, like they should have like made why, that. They should have. I tried googling it, but it wouldn't show me. Because so sh- the Jazz put out something today, like an hour ago, on Instagram that was like, "Oh, you know, go to our website to you know, like I think you can like sign up, but like they only for it. 
No. So I think what I think what it is, it's like you can go, you get a link notification to sign up, but then they only select you know X amount of people that signed up. So it's kind of like a lottery system a little bit. Got you. But then should you have to go in and sign up every game? I think so. Yes. Mm. Uh, when? When's the call? But the thing that? is, is like, why are they telling us how to do it now? Yeah. Like, why are we so late? Did they to say the anything about the cutoff? Like, of like when you go in to do it, or? Uh, I can pull up the post. or just like between like each game, basically. That's just kind of like. I'm sure it's between each game. So it's like I'll once pull the one the game Utah ends, Jazz. you can start going in and just sign up, and then after the next one, do it again. I think so. Just so it's not the same people each time. What? Ah, uh, oh, dang it! I overshot it. I hate that with the Instagram stories. This is fantastic if you're listening. Virtual fans wanted Monday, August 10th, 1 p.m. Download the Utah Jazz app to receive a push notification tomorrow with the link to enter. And they posted that. So I don't know what that means, but that's how you do it. That's according to their uh, Instagram story. So I think what it might be tomorrow, at least, is like you download the app, you get notifications, and then they'll probably just be like, Okay, like the lobby is live or whatever, and then you like click to go in, so but like it's only the, the first like <laughs> fifty people or whatever. I don't know. It's whatever like it is, someone try, shoe sales, dude. someone try it. Someone try it tomorrow. We'll see. Um, but that's my something bad about the NBA restart. Okay, because I just don't know. Uh, the Pac-12 players this weekend had a lot of things <laughs> bad to say about just college football and the Pac-12 in general. So I kind of want to talk about that for our question of the week this week. Uh, what do you make of the Pac-12 players' demands in order for them to return to this return to play this season? Ugh. So let me just run through. There's actually quite a long there's, list. There's a lot. Yeah, we're gonna spend <laughs> real quick. I don't know. Do we want? Do I want to read? Do we want me to read through all of this whole list? They're all demands, and then give me your thoughts. Or do we want to go down demand by demand? I, 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 demand by demand. And demand then we'll by talk demand. About it. Okay. Because, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, no, I'll get into it later. Yeah. <laughs> Save your thoughts, Devin. Okay, sorry. Uh, allow the, number one, allow the option not to play during the pandemic without losing athletics eligibility or spot on our team's roster. That I agree with. I, I agree like with that that's one. very, I feel like that's that very, very standard. Yes, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yes. That should be yeah. a thing. Like, if we are scared of getting coronavirus and want to sit out the season, we shouldn't lose we, our scholarship yeah, or our spot on the team. For that. Fair. I, one thousand percent get behind that one. Correct. It's uh, number two, prohibit slash void COVID nineteen agreements that waive liability. I feel like that's kind of the same. Well, in a not sense, necessarily because similar category. I, because it means if they play and something were to happen, that they're but the this is prohibiting. No, it's prohibiting that. So if they decide to play. They don't have to sign anything saying that the school is not liable if they get coronavirus. Uh, so the, if they decide to play, then they could say that, and they get coronavirus, then they, they could can be sue. Like, the school has to sue. Yeah. So I, so I disagree with this I disagree. one. I think if it's that your I choice disagree. to play this year, yeah. you yeah, should you, have, you have to wait. You, you know, you're, you know what you're getting into. You know the yeah. risk you're getting into. It's That's the same with concussion. That's not same exactly. With it's the same as playing football in the first place. Yeah. 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 So I disagree with this one. I right. think prohibiting agreements that waive liability. I mean, if you're going to play a sport putting you at risk, you like if I go anywhere, Little League, you've always had to sign waivers. So right. why oh. should this be any different? If you are playing football, you have to sign, I believe now, have to sign a waiver talking about concussions. Sure. I think that so was, I think that was something no that different. was even in just like Little League football as well. Like I have just a like strong s- feeling that this this whole list of demands came from Cal Berkeley. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like Cal and Stanford. Something like that. Um, number th- so we all agree that one probably disagree with that one. Uh, number three, player approved health and safety standards enforced by a third party selected by players to address COVID-19 as well as serious injury, abuse, and death. Sure. I actually don't. Here's the deal. Because the way I look at this one, it's the they're using the pandemic to force other issues that they've already had. Like, you know, college football has already been, you know, people get hurt. College sports in general. Someone gets hurt. They lose scholarships. Blah, 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 blah. Stuff like that, right? I feel mm-hmm. like they're just using this to kind of put that into one to be like, well, now we want to have control over not just the COVID-19 situation, but all. I just, I don't know. But yet. Sh- I, it's their health. It's their like, health, just but set it's the, the, kind so, of the same. Yeah. So this is just saying, let's set the standard of what should happen. Well, so it's not like the players are going to set the standard. The players aren't going to be the ones that are making this up. It's going to be similar to like a CBA that you would see in the yeah. NFL with the NFL and the NFLPA. They're going to give them some They're going to come to an agreement on the, what the standards should be, but rather than leaving that now up to the coaches and the ADs at each individual school, there is going to be a third party that would make sure that those standards are being met. I think that's a very reasonable. I mean, I guess, reasonable. Act. I guess it's just I don't know. I feel that like one doesn't bother me that bad. I I just whatever. Yeah, I, I, it I might be kind of tough to do, considering how many different schools. I mean, if you were to do this on a national level, it might it would probably be kind of hard to do just because there's so many schools and right. How are you going so to be monitoring like monitoring it twenty four seven? But I guess. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. I understand where you're coming from, but I feel it's like just, it's not that granted, crazy to say, let's just granted, have someone else, a third party, yeah. make sure that we're meeting all these health standards. Yeah, I mean, right. listen, granted, this is that's kind of my mindset about this whole list. We'll get into it, obviously, more, but like, just know that's where like, okay. most of it's coming from is, yeah, whatever. Uh, this next one is my biggest issue. Larry Scott, administrators and coaches to voluntarily and drastically reduce excessive pay. First of Come all, on. I don't know how you would demand that they voluntarily dem- reduce pay. Yeah, what kind of crap that is seems that? a little yeah. that's a Weird. double entendre. You can't d- demand that you voluntarily do this. Hey, I'm going to force you <laughs> to voluntarily, to voluntarily- Take a pay cut. Take a pay cut. Also, yeah. Kyle Griffiths, BYU like fullback, put out a tweet talking about this, yeah. and he worded it probably poorly, which is I think why he ended up deleting it. Well, it's hard to word anything nowadays without someone wrecking your yeah. But evening. he talked about hey, let's focus on like furthering your cause and not trying to take away from someone else. Yeah. Like hey, I can agree wholeheartedly that Larry Scott is. It, enormously overpaid absolutely and shouldn't be making anywhere close to the amount he's making but you can't come in here and say we want all these things oh by the way you also need to take a pay cut because then you're not going to get them on your side right because now why would larry scott now agree to this sounds a little like socialism to me (laughs) (laughs) don't get Devin started on socialism but i mean this i 100 i'm out on this one like Absolutely. I think I think Larry Scott's overpaid, but you can't come in demanding that coaches and administrators and the commissioner uh, take a voluntary pay cut because it's a it's not voluntary, and then b you're just hurting your own cause by saying, oh, also we want you to make less money. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> not gonna, Alex, Alex is about to go off. Not going to want to help you as much if you say I w- exactly. You're not going to win them over. Like, if you came in here and told me, we want the option not to play, we want some health standards, we don't want to lose our scholarships, 
Uh, we want to, you know, do all these things. We want more scholarship money, longer scholarships. We want health benefits, blah, 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 blah. Sure. That's all very reasonable. But if you come in here and say, we want the opportunity to sit out, we want health protocols in place, and we want you to make a lot less money, there's no chance that they just yeah, okay. come in and agree. Yeah, to that. right, sure. you freaking yeah. idiot. Like, yeah, I would just be like, get out, of, get out of here. Don't even yeah. leave. Why exactly. would I? Yeah, we're yeah. done here now. Pac-12 and NCAA. Oh, yeah, sure. Give us a list of demands <laughs> and threats. We'd love to help you. Yeah. There's a Jeez. long list of JUCO players that would die to step oh foot on the gosh, rose, in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Easily. So many. They you know how many care. players at the FCS level would give anything to suit up for Oregon State, who's been one of the crappiest FBS programs in the last few years? This, so we're going to keep making our way down, but since this has come up, this is something I thought about. So <laughs> um, here's my yeah. biggest issue with all of this. So let's. I'll skip. I'm going to group this together. We're going to bring this one up. We're, we'll skip to this one. The 50%... I hate Mike Trout. Just want to say that real quick. Did he hit a home run? Yeah, he just he just hit a nice bomb <laughs> right right, off right back from paternity leave. Yeah, right off the rip. Yeah. Freaking whatever. Um, I'm going to group this in because these are my two biggest issues. One, the Larry Scott coaches take pay cut. Number two, 50% revenue split. <laughs> let me let me just tell this to the Pac-12 players. 99.9% of fans are not going to college games to see a specific athlete. No. Mm-mm. If look at well t- I'll bring up BYU just because I cover BYU and I watch a lot of BYU. The last player in any sport at, at BYU that fans were buying tickets to specifically see that one player is Jimmer Fredette. Amen. And before that, maybe Ty Detmer. So you go back 30 yeah. years, and there's maybe two athletes that fans were specifically buying tickets to go see them play. You don't have BYU, you don't have University of Utah fans buying tickets to go see Jason Shelley. I feel like the only time that maybe, maybe there were fans like maybe Zach Moss, but it's just like... Even fan, then, but even only, then though, the only time that would have been, though, would have been one game when he was getting close to breaking defense. that record. Yeah. Or but, something yeah, like, but like, when he was getting close to breaking the record, though, that's the only time that would have made sense. At UCLA, they were not buying tickets to go see Josh Rosen. At, uh, At UCLA, Stanford, they weren't buying tickets. Stanford, they were probably buying tickets to go see Christian McCaffrey and Andrew Luck. Sure. But Stanford doesn't get fans regardless. Right. So if we're looking at schools that bring in you know, fans year yeah. to year, which is most pretty much everyone in the Pac-12 other than Stanford... You know, USC fans still show up to USC games. Utah fans still show up to Utah games. Arizona, Arizona State fans still show up to Arizona and Arizona State fans. Right. Arizona fans weren't buying tickets to see, uh, what's his name, the quarterback? Khalil Tate? Yeah. Yeah, for Arizona, yeah. Yeah. No one. They are going there because they're, A, live in the community, and B, graduated from that school. Correct. Alex, you're... I've just grown up a Utah fan. You're going to a Utah game to see Utah. Right. You're I'm not going, going to a, yeah, a Utah I, yeah. game I'm to see Bradley and I. Regardless, I don't care who's playing. I'm going to go watch. So to think that matter. they deserve 50% of the revenue because they're the ones that are driving the money. Listen, I'm going to a BYU game whether Zach Wilson's the quarterback or whether a Juco transfer from, I don't know, freaking... I'm trying to think of Juco. Diddley Tech University. <laughs> Diddley Tech University is starting quarterback. I'm going to a BYU basketball game, whether Yoli Childs is the center or whether the center was the backup at Dixie 
high school. And here's my issue here too. 50% of the revenue. Oh that is gosh. so much money. Can we also talk about the fact that most athletic departments in the country lose money? Exactly. There are very few athletic departments in the country that make money. Cal. Cal, the because, one that's probably demanding half this stuff, is bleeding. They bleed out millions a year. UConn's $42 million in debt because football funds every other sport. So if you're going to take, if you're going to say well, you want 50%, if football players are saying we want 50% of football revenue, well, guess what? So long, women's basketball, women's volleyball, men's volleyball, swim and dive, cross country, track, everything, every other sport other than basketball. Right. Because if BYU, if football players are taking 50% of the revenue from their respective athletic departments, the only programs, the only sports that are self-sustaining in any athletic department are football and basketball. So you're hurting your cause again for all the student athlete stuff by saying we want 50% of the revenue. 100%. Here, can it, I say one that I have an issue with? Yeah, go ahead. Now, I'm trying my hardest not to get like too... Po- <laughs> it, it gets political here because it's, it's just a whole thing around the nation and the world right now, you know, which is okay. Um, stuff needs to be brought, you know, to the light that has been problems for years. But yeah. anyway, this one, just the wording kind of bugged me a little bit. Um it says, in partnership with the Pac-12, 2% of conference revenue would be directed by players to support financial aid for low-income black students um, with community initiatives and development uh, program for college athletes on campus. I understand um, that a grand majority of the players in the Pac-12 and on most college teams are African-American, right? Mm-hmm. But there is plenty of, for example, Polynesians that are super low-income and all this stuff. Why? Why just down to to black athletes? Well, does it I don't want to get too deep into it. It says black athletes, low income black students, black students. It doesn't say Polynesian. Initiative. And there's lots of Polynesians in the Pac-12. I agree. You probably sh- it probably should just say low income students. Students, correct. Or if you want to say low income minority students, sure. exactly right there. Sure. I'm just saying why. Anyway, but true. I you, ha- I mean, you have low-income Hispanic students. You have low-income yeah, Polynesian look, you students. You have low-income any students. Exactly. Yeah. You, just because you're white doesn't mean you're not low. That doesn't mean you have the possibility of being like low-income. Yeah. You know like what I mean? I don't ha- want to get too political, but like, right. Again, anyway, that's probably another issue within their demands. Right. Like I agree. You could probably could have added something that says, you know, we want, you know, there's this annual Pac-12 Black College Athletes Summit with guaranteed representation of at least three athletes of our choice from every school. Phenomenal. That's yeah, something that's that fine. helps progress the Black Lives Matter Absolutely. movement. Absolutely, it helps progress, you know, black college athletes. So you could have added things like that, as opposed to saying we want two percent of the revenue to only benefit the low-income black students when you have low-income students of every background. Because I promise you, seventy-five percent of Polynesian uh, Albert students Pujols just hit a two-run dinger on oh, this. Dude. I am pissed. <laughs> this Albert, he's ancient. Let's stop ripping it down the center. He's going to hit it. <laughs> Jeez, man. That's your live reaction. Golly. Anyway, going back, a large ugly. percentage of the Pac-12 is Polynesians, and a large percentage of um, Polynesian families are immigrants as well and have a hard time financially paying for their kids. So I think they should get the same benefits as anybody. Yeah, I agree. That, yeah, I'm with you there. It probably should be 2% of conference revenue. 
to be directed students. by players to support financial aid for low-income minority students. Again, like I said, my take on pretty much this whole list, because there's just a lot of things that are just... It has nothing to do with football. With what? Well, with the pandemic. Like the whole reason this is coming yeah. up is because of the pandemic, the coronavirus. Most of the stuff has nothing to do with that. You're yeah. just trying to throw in these issues that you've been complaining about for a while now, just to, just because you can. You're just trying to force this in there now. Yeah. And that's just dumb. And that's what's pissing me off because it's you can't you can't expect other programs to stay afloat if you're going to start paying these. 50% yeah. well, to so these players. Well, so distribute 50% of each sport's total conference revenue evenly amongst athletes in their respective sports. Can't, so how do you, you divide uh, loss of money? Yeah, so you, because oh, yeah, so because, that, exactly. That's University like, of Utah Beach Volleyball loses the school exactly. money. Exactly. So then, what so are you going to do? Gonna are you going to divide 50% so gonna, are gonna, of that? Are we going to add that to your tuition? Are we going to add you on to make you pay more? Now, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> how about that? Just like when NFL players want to hold out. Are we? So do we get a... like? Take your salary down if you suck now? Yeah. Is yeah. that how this works? Because it, there's a two-way road here. Yeah. And so I don't want to hear it. And that's, it's just, dang it. I man. saw this that was interesting on Twitter saying, how about we just say give each student athlete $50,000 hmm. as payment, but hmm. they have to pay their own way for like school and housing and everything. Which is going to take that 50. <laughs> it's, it's Exactly. So, like there yeah. was something that was said, I forget who it was on Twitter, but it was someone. You're literally yeah. going to school for free. That's it was a 12, national reporter. It was a national reporter that said uh-uh. I, that they had spoken to someone within an athletic department or within a university, you know, presidency that said if they were to just pay each student athlete fifty thousand dollars, but then the student athlete would have to pay, you know, their own tuition and everything like that, it would actually be cheaper for schools to just give each student athlete fifty thousand dollars as opposed to a scholarship. Yeah, because that's the thing. They're because they're gonna end up using that fifty, and then still having to pay for other things. Yeah, because it costs more than fifty thousand dollars yeah. for a good education, especially at a D one school. And let's not get it twisted. Student athletes are getting paid. They are get. They come on. They right? get paid. Anyone that's good is getting paid. It doesn't matter. They just don't talk about no, it because it's forbidden. I'm not even talking about under the table. I'm talking about straight up. They get a monthly stipend. stipend. Right. It's of just like two th- So oh I my, one of my friends goodness, plays volleyball man. at the University of Utah. She gets like two thousand dollars a month. Her oh rent gosh. is five hundred. And so she pockets fifteen hundred dollars. Bro every month. I would give anything to play a sport in college football, right? And it's college. I don't, I don't anything. I, you could give me badminton if it was a thing. Like I'll do it. If you're getting two grand, it's just like to, for living. Yes. And you're gonna go to school for free. Yes. Kiss my butt. That's how that works. Here's you get, the problem. Goodness you gracious. Get all your clothes are like if you want to go out and buy a three piece suit, exactly. or if you want to go out that. and buy a Lululemon, sure. Uh-huh. But you're pretty much you can just survive four years of college, not have to buy, not have to spend a cent on clothing. Yeah, and then you get people. You, you get people like when you're. I was just watching half the f- your meals are pretty much covered oh while you're on campus easily. Like I think they're only allowed to go for like two meals at the student athlete th- building, but it, you could just eat as much as you want. Two meals, heaven forbid, what, a two day? meals a day. I think so. Two meals. That's it. All might I be eat. one. It might just be one. Two meals a day. It might just be one. But again, I, okay, fine. I'll go to McDonald's. But then you also one. get. But you also get money every month. Like that's supposed to go to food. They're able to Dude. snack all day though. Yeah, they have dude, these unlimited. are just things that just like make the people that make these lists like the players. You look like idiots. Here's the issue. You look Let's like absolute absolute <laughs> the only reason the only reason these list of demands are happening is because it is a trend oh right gosh. now to demand. 
Sure, but whatever. And you know, I'm because I'm watching Last Chance You, right? Yeah. There's a homie trying to play football, make it this world that's sleeping in his freaking car. Yeah. Because they don't pay for his school. He barely eats because he can't. He can't get paid for it. Yeah, he's sleeping. He no he's money. sleeping in his car, going to school, playing football, and working at. Wingstop. He works at Wingstop from what six to because like he, six because, to eleven, be, and because he wants to get a chance, just a shot to live like what these they are Pac-12 doing. players are living. These, like. And these are the ones making demands, demands. Hunter and Devin demands. Not to mention Goodness. the few that got Friggin. a got a nice little twelve thousand cash grab to go to the school that they're at, <clears throat> bro. They're it's just those things that these players, like, how do they be all of a sudden become so entitled just because they think they can play the sport It's because it's the good? trend. It's a trend right now. Freaking I promise losers. you, you could just give UCLA all the, you know, JUCO and Division Two players. Just make up, just take JUCO and Division Two and Three players. Maybe, maybe better. And put them on USC's field in USC's jerseys and you'll still sell out the stadium. Right. Because that's, that's not, and matter. not only that, you put those guys in, you wouldn't hear a peep from a player. Are you kidding me? If a kid that's sleeping in a car I get to all go of a sudden to, gets I, to go to school for free, USC, gets two thousand dollars a California, That's just at Utah too. I'm sure California. USC gets more. I get to go to USC in Southern California well, I mean, instead of going money, to some podunk Mississippi town to be in a car to live in a car, in work at a wing stop. Sorry, I just watched the. I'm He's in Oak- the it's even worse. How expensive that is in Oakland? Yeah. Either way, it's like kids would. Kids would give everything for this, and now the kids that are in that position are all of a sudden like, "Oh man, I, I'm like living like every other college student with more benefits, and I'm pissed about it." I do. Uh, I understand. I think I do think kids should make money off their names. The Fair likeness enough. one. Fair enough. Do it. Yeah. Listen, and I, I think that would I solve first, a lot of the problems. I got really stoked about it when I saw this list because I knew I was gonna be able to get a little fired up. Oh yeah. Because I read it and I was like, "This is stupid." Love it. Uh, I do want to highlight right some of the good ones. Yeah, let's do it. Because now I'm tired of kind of yelling because I got yeah. the Mariners are pissing me <laughs> off so my, to the left. I'm just kind of like trying to be a little happy now. Uh, one I liked, form annual Pac-12 Black College Athlete Summit with guaranteed rep- representation of at least three athletes from our choice from every school. Uh, I also liked medical Wait. insurance selected by players for sports-related medical conditions, including COVID-19 yeah. illness, to cover six years after college athletics eligibility ends. That's I think fair. this is great That's because fair. if the school's doing their job and preparing them for life after college, then they won't. The school won't need to pay the health insurance because they'll be getting it from their job. Correct. Uh, freedom to secure representation, receive basic necessities from any third party, and earn money for our use of name, image, and likeness rights. Absolutely, one hundred percent agree with that. Uh, six-year athletic scholarships to foster undergraduate and graduate degree completion. Love that as well uh, because you know. The cost, the, you know, an extra two years of grad school should be, is, with the amount of money that they're bringing in, is fine. Uh, also, again, sets them up better for life after football. Right. Elimination of policies and practices restricting or deterring our freedom of speech, our ability to fully participate in charitable work, and our freedom to participate in campus activities outside of mandatory athletics participation. Sure. Yes. I yeah. Because that's just, I think that's basic rights at that point. Like, you yeah. just do what you want. There are some rights that, you know, you lose when you go to school or, right. or you know, you enter a job, right. stuff like that. Uh, but if it's reasonable, do, right? sure. Right. Here's a problem I have with that one, though. Okay. And I know it's basic rights. I understand that. Mm-hmm. My problem is, though, is that just turns into now it's the students telling the coaches and the administrators what to do. I, well, get I don't do think this necessarily. On my watch. In a way, look, look at it. Read it again. 
participate in charitable work and our freedom to participate in campus activities outside of is. mandatory athletics. You can say whatever it is. And second, my second thing is if kids really want to grind, get better, to go to the NFL, yada, yada, what's this all of a sudden you don't want to give your all? You're just there for four years, some some three, some two. You're just there for four years, and you're acting. They're acting like this is their career. Well, for some it is. Like for some, I, I they're never gonna that. make it to the NFL. But well, and this is their you go there for four for years. Career, you, you come know? out yeah, with a college like, degree. Some, yeah. If you worked your butt off. But they should have the freedom to do some sort of extracurricular activity. Yeah, I understand that, but like, give your all to the team that you're there for. Give your all to the schedule. Who says they can't do if both? If you want to play. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's basic human rights. You can you can obviously lay it out a little better, but like I feel like I don't understand. It's like, okay, coach, I get to do whatever I want, so I'm gonna walk away and go do this, event to event. Well, I'm a sure that's not that's about not where what he's saying. going. Just because he doesn't want to be at practice. Sure, but I think because I mean it says eliminate policies that stuff like that. But I guarantee the coaches still can be like, well, you didn't attend practice, so you're not gonna play. Yeah, the I'm first still half. they're gonna require you attend practice because therefore, so the, I'm sure that it's not gonna be like. I missed They're just going to get to do what they to... want. And they still got to do whatever they want within the team. There will be punishments of some sort or anything yeah. like that if you don't come to mandatory. Because it says outside, I think, outside of mandatory whatever. Yeah, yeah. outside of mandatory athletics. If I'm a so coach. He's... I'm making everything mandatory. Anyway, the one I actually liked a lot was the last one, and I agree with it. Well, so the next one is ability of players of all sports to transfer one time without punishment. Yeah. Yeah, I I that's I already, agree with that because a lot of times you get like stuck that. in situations that aren't good. Well, they've tabled the discussion until like next year. Yeah, um, but ability to complete eligibility after participating in a pro draft if a player goes undrafted and foregoes professional participation within seven days of the draft. I agree with that one hundred percent, thousand percent. Yeah, because yeah. thing, it's like if he goes undrafted, but there should be condition as far as like if you didn't. Like if you didn't quit like three games like left in the season, you're like, no, I'm preparing for the draft. I feel like you forego that option. But I think the only players that do that are like surefire. Sure, but like, top let's say something picks. happens. Let's say just something happens. That should be like some sort of like stipulation. Sure. Should yeah. it be? Should it be? I have no thought on that. I can just see it. Should they just? Have no should they that. just have similar to basketball? Like if you, like the agent to not agent. Well, no, that's what they're saying is you yeah. should be able to declare for the draft with an agent and everything. If you don't get drafted, you could be able to come back to school unless, of course, you've already played your four years. So, like, say, you know, a player leaves after his junior year to enter the NFL draft be- on some bad to advice. To explore his options. Uh, yeah, to ex- a-, a, explore his options, or B, got bad advice from family or coaches yeah. or whatever it may be, doesn't get drafted. Now his life is screwed because he can't come back to school right. to play football and yeah, he's no longer on scholarship. One. I agree with and that. And he didn't graduate. But like Alex said, it needs to be conditions so people aren't just testing free agency market, basically. Well, again, I mean, in the NFL, you can't declare for the draft until after your junior year anyway. So that's a condition. Right. True. So it's not like you can just declare after your so- I, I was freshman, just sophomore, to compare and junior it to years. basketball and it's completely different. So Yeah. Okay. Uh, Any other thoughts on it? Other than I still think it was stupid for overall. There was like overall the list was kinda dumb to me just because they like they put they just put stuff in there that was just sixty yeah. percent of the list of demands were just pushing it. I think seventy percent of the deba- demands were reasonable and I agree with I think just the thirty percent of the demands I don't agree with were bigger demands. Yeah. You well, know. Yeah. I'm not gonna never mind. I'm not gonna say my next thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't wanna get don't wanna get cancelled. <laughs> no. Uh, let's fill out in the blank. 
That was a heavy segment. Let's lighten it up a little more. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Uh, we've done this before. Let's do it kind of quickly because we're approaching 52 yeah. minutes. That took yeah. a, let's quite cook. a while. Let's cook through this one. Uh, Damian Lillard is a top blank player in the NBA. 10. Top 10 player. 10. Okay. I said 8. So kind of the same thing. I think I have him at 9 when I went through my list. So, Give me, did you, make, did you write down your list? Or? No, I was just kind of going through it with my head. Yeah, I was, trying, I was going again. through my head too. Try, give, if you can, try to get off your top. Because I wrote down my Let 7 players that I had ahead of I was going... I might have actually I'll try to take on. a shot at it. Okay. I might get a little losses off the top of my head. Okay, give me your shot. Number one, LeBron James. Okay. Number two, Anthony Davis. Okay. Number three. You're just listing. These aren't like in your top ten in order. No, I'm no, I'm just going in. Okay. I was gonna say because uh, AD at number two is ridiculous. But you're just listing them. This is not yeah. in your actual A healthy order. Kevin Durant. Okay. A healthy Steph Curry. Okay. Uh Mm. Anyone else you want to add? Luka Doncic. Yeah, I. That's the first one where we disagree. Not, not quite yet. Soon, Luka. <laughs> I wouldn't say Luka is better than Damian Lillard my, yet. When I had him, he was one above Lillard. I wouldn't have him above him yet. Jeez, I'm drawing a blank here. James Harden. Yeah, James Harden. Giannis. Much, much I don't like him. Giannis. Oh, Kawhi oh, Leonard. Yeah, you <laughs> know, <laughs> I might. Gian, Giannis is way up. No, no yeah. Giannis is number one. Number one. Kawhi number LeBron two. still might be number one. No, to me. Kawhi number two. Kawhi. LeBron's, LeBron's not even the best player on his team. Yep. Kawhi. Yeah. How many is that now? Uh, were you did, did you agree or disagree with Luca? No, I disagreed. Then you're at seven. Seven. So you'd have. I'd Luka have. I'd eight. have. I'd have Dame around eight, eight, nine. That's so. That's where I had him. I had Giannis, Kawhi, LeBron, AD, KD, Steph, Harden. We all agreed. You just had Luca. Luca right up above him. So you we disagree. Uh, Utah football's record in 2020 will be what? Five and five. That's what I had. Five and five. We're gonna lose. The, we're gonna win the first five and lose the last five. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Is that Seven and three. Wow. What? Do you have the schedule pulled up? What? No, I can. See, I, can I looked it over. Right it. I looked over. It. So did I. But I kind of want to get in the right order. Just give I us. Know, I feel like everyone's like they're gonna have this massive dropout and they might will. They might on their. Well, their defense. whole defense is gone. Yeah, their entire I defense is gone. Their all their offensive production is gone. Still. You literally lost your entire defense and like your top five offensive players. Okay. Ready for and they don't have okay. gimme wins too. So. so week one, Washington State. Win. I had it as a loss win because of new or no, loss win. No, that's a, that's win, a win because of new. That's Sorry, I meant loss for Washington State. So win for Utah because of new head coaching. Cliff. Colorado I, win win win. Okay, Oregon State win. win. UCLA win win. Arizona loss. win. Loss. Arizona win. Adam has a loss. Now, now here we go. Here we go. Now this is what we're gonna. I, for, Adam I, losing to Arizona. I have us losing. All last five of these. Ready for this? Okay. Arizona State loss. Washington loss. loss. Yeah. Cal loss. Uh, I think I had Cal as a win. I think Cal's a win. No, because it's it's at Cal. I just have a feeling we're gonna lose. I think Cal's I had Cal gonna be so don't, caught don't up. I'm trying well, to think man. of what I'm trying to think of what I had it when I went through. Okay. It. SC loss, loss. Oregon loss. loss. Yeah. So where we differ was I had Cal as a win and Arizona as sure. a loss. Anyway, it's five I'm, five. Still, I'm still throwing out SC as a win. Watch out. Oh, uh, what? Uh huh. Utah versus USC on a Friday night has never gone wrong. Mark my words. All right. Uh, Antonio Brown will sign with the Seattle Seahawks. (laughs) I'm saying Seahawks. He's out playing with Russell Wilson. I said no one. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) If if he doesn't sign with us, he better not sign with anybody. Uh, The Washington football team's new name should be the... The Washington Presidents. (laughs) I actually like that one. Yes. Team Washington. I think monuments would also be cool. Yes. Memorials. The Washington Memorials. Memorials. Uh, I didn't like that because... The Washington Museums. Landmarks, Washington landmarks. The I like the, I like the monuments. <laughs> uh, mine was the Red Wolves, though. Okay. 
say I, I kind of I haven't thought too much about this, but I say Red Wolves. Speaking of the mic, Devin, I like yours. Red Wolves. Okay, I like yours. I, that that just came to mind when you said that, yeah. so I like that. Uh, the most underappreciated player in the NBA is. This is hard. That's tough. Devin. That's tough. I we'll said Jay Crowder you. just because I feel like he is underappreciated. <laughs> He's my favorite. He's like my boy, and he is the dopest. Honestly. With what's going on right now, Rudy Gobert. I was going to say, I'm shocked that you did not Rudy jump. Gobert with, so Rudy Gobert is so underappreciated. And those comments last night in the game were horrendous, saying Rudy Rudy made a bad decision, calling them all out about the coronavirus <laughs> yeah. stuff. It was already in the NBA. Stop acting like he's patient zero. I won't get in on that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I had Rudy Gobert. Uh, the Jazz start to the NBA bubble this season has been blank, Devin. Not good. Here's That's the deal. Sugar coating it. Here's the deal. It, there's words I can't use. <laughs> on uh, I put Bogdanovich less. Okay. They, all their struggles have could, you could probably attribute to not having Bojan Bogdanovich. Making shot less. But that's they, Bogdanovich. They they, that's Bogdanovich less. Everybody. Having a everybody's no, because Bogdanovich is like... When goes 0 for 8 from the 3, I'm going to... Mm, but Bogdanovich bro. takes the pressure off everyone else in that offense, and he's a 40% shooter from 3. Like, Bogdanovich yeah, listen, is such a listen. key to this offense. I agree he's a key, what, but that's When are the Jazz going to get Bogdanovich some help? Hey, I'm happy with Conley right now, though. Conley's been great. Yeah, I'm loving it, but it's not making a They're difference. Not, uh, anyway. Blank should have been the number one ranked player in the NFL Top 100. Patrick Mahomes, if Patrick you disagree, Mahomes. you're an idiot. Devin, don't Pat- do it. <laughs> Pat, Pat Mahomes. Okay, uh, the, I was going to stir the pot a little, but I don't. Do then it. you realize there's no one else you could have said. Yeah, I, like, I can't. Even uh, the best national sports radio slash TV show is PTI. I love the PTI, man. That's like just coming home from like middle yeah. school. Okay. You get home at three o'clock. I used to watch a lot of PTI. Still today, PTI is your go-to. Yeah, I mean, I record it. <laughs> All right, I, I love that show, dude. I like it. I say PTI. I used to watch that every day after school. That or like around the horn, dude. Around the no, horn around the horn sucks. What? Man. It sucks now. Okay, well, I, I mean, I haven't watched it, right? Yeah, but like, sucks, uh, yeah. Around the Horn was dope. Um, around the Horn is great. I've been watching a lot of The Herd recently. Dude, The Herd's fan. I watch it every day. But Coward says some work. stupid stuff. Yes, there you go. That's why I didn't. Yes. But like, it's entertaining. And at least he's not like coming up with fake debates like Correct. they do on Undisputed or First. Correct. Day. He does an amazing job. I listen to him every day while I'm at work because like I get into like there's a certain part of my day where I have to get some certain stuff done. I'm just kind of tucked away. Put my AirPod in, and I'll just listen to the show. Yeah, I love, and I'll do that every day. But because of some of the crap he says, I couldn't put him above the PTI because yeah. the PTI is just great. PTI is fantastic. Uh, a little too short, though. Like I wish they. I wish it was also. Yeah. I don't like. I really like Tony Kornheiser, but like the fact that he straight up was like, oh, I didn't watch that game. Like any West Coast game, he's like, didn't watch. <laughs> didn't watch it. It's like you're it's a national sports dude, and yeah. you're on a national sports TV show. Like you, you better probably at least try to watch these games. Um, but that's kind of a shtick, and yeah, love him for it. Uh, let's make a list. We always do it every week now. Making a list. Give me your top five favorite players that play for teams that Perfect. you hate. So I need you guys to understand so how my list five. goes, right? I okay. I I'm gonna explain kind of your give, list. Give me a basic here because okay. I didn't rank it as far as like that player is just like my favorite from the hated team. It's just I ranked. The, the teams number, you number one is my least favorite team yeah. down, and then I just picked from those teams who's my favorite player on that team. So you didn't actually go with like just favorite players. You just went yeah, from Because I, I, when teams. I thought about it, I didn't Because really, I, I went with players, and then just they happen to play for teams that don't. Right, but here's the thing. It's like I have favorite players that don't, I don't, they don't, I don't have any that are actually playing for teams that I don't okay. like. So that's why I had to do it this way. But anyway, we'll go with it. I just kind of went with okay. players that like I hate so much, but I kind of love too. There you go. Players or teams? Well, You chose I, players you I, hate? 
Yeah, I chose players that I hate Pl- but like love at the same time. Okay. Hate and love. Does that love, make hate. sense? Is that, so they like, play for teams you hate. Not all of them. Well, that's, well, that's not the list. Despise. You okay, not despise. Okay. I, <laughs> I, say, for example, Kyrie Irving is on my list, but I don't hate Brooklyn. Okay. Hey, well, you're going to have to switch that up. Okay, fine. I, <laughs> well, it's, all three of us now I'm have different I'm just di- trying to make it interesting. No, sh- no, give, no, give us the list you came up with. Not, it's like pitch black in here. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Turn on the lights. Um, no, it's because now we all ha- we all three have like the same kind of concept of list, but going off of different things. That's much better. I was like, I looked over to talk to Devin, and he was gone. I, I haven't been see seeing Devin. Devin for the last like 30 <laughs> minutes. Dude, I am like pasty white. It must be real, real dark, how dark in here. It was. It's really dark in here. Um, anyway, let's just go for it. Because uh, Yeah, because you're doing just teams you hate and players you like. I went with players I like, but on teams I hate. Right, but that's kind of... And that's you went more, with, still, like, you went more with players you could stand. Right, no, no, but these... No, because you'll see. These are we'll players see. I do like, and you'll, you know, you'll back me but up on it. But it's not based on the players you actually like. It's more based on the teams you hate. Correct. I did it more based on the... I did it more based on the players I like. Because, like, cause, like You did it based on the teams you hate. You kind of did a mix of everything. Yeah, there's only there's only one player that I... I actually like like a lot that's on a team I hate. Okay. Well, I'm interested Only to see. One. Number five. George Kittle. Uh, I hate the 49ers. Okay. But George Kittle's a man. That dude's fun yeah. to watch. And I actually enjoy like yeah. him as a person. He's funny. Okay. Uh, my number five was Matisse Thibel on the Sixers. Okay. I hate the Sixers, but Matisse Thibel's vlogs. Also, slash Kyle O'Quinn. Because Kyle O'Quinn is really nice and cool guy. There you go. Uh, they both play for the Sixers. So... Matisse Seibel, if you haven't watched his vlogs that he does from inside the NBA bubble on YouTube, they're hilarious. They're awesome. Uh, I hate the Sixers, though. Devin, you're number five. Um, <laughs> I thought you had a list. Someone said NFL. I thought we were doing NBA. It says, no, it's any, it's any, any of it. Just anything. I did all NBA. Sure. <laughs> well, so then go for it. Just send stuff it. In here. You're probably more passionate about the teams you hate in the NBA as opposed to Absolutely. NFL and baseball. So. Um, number five, this is what I mentioned, Kyrie Irving. Is my number five. Like I him hate, as a player, hate him off the court. I hate him off the court because he just opens his mouth about like crap that he doesn't no idea about and just says whatever he wants, which is fine. It's free free speech to do that. But I love his craft and I love the way he plays and I just watch him and he's amazing to me. But All right. don't really like him off the court. Uh, your number four. My number four would definitely have to be um, Clay Thompson. And that's another. That's one that I don't mind him off the court, but I just hate. Um, I hate the Warriors. Yeah, but I love him. I, and I, I love still his have crap. a hard time like hating the Warriors. Right? I, I I don't hate the Warriors because they, they did it all were, right. They did it right. Yeah, Draymond you know Green I mean? just rubbed me the wrong way. While sure, then when sure. then when Durant went there, I was. But like the Warriors, but did like it the right, Warriors Dan. themselves did. They did it. Did right. everything you want a team to do. Exactly. Well, yeah. Can you blame them yeah. for just drafting and building their team? Well, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> but. But like you can hate it, be like, ah, I hate the Warriors. They're so freaking good. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's kind of that's kind of like what's going to be happening here in a couple minutes. But, the, but yeah, <laughs> all the people who are like, f the Warriors. I was like, they did like, they did it how you should do it. It wasn't the Lakers where they just were so mismanaged, but then just relied on, oh well, we're in LA. Players want to come live in LA. You know. Right. Yeah. They actually they right, had right. competent coaching, competent ownership, competent front office, and they built a team like anyone should build a team. So. Uh, my number four is Avery Bradley for the Lakers. Interesting. I love Avery Bradley. Hmm. Obviously played for the Boston Celtics. He was fantastic in this, with the Celtics, and he was kind of one of those guys that when the Celtics were really bad for those few years post-Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, 
that was like, oh, well, like Avery Bradley at least is still good. So Avery Bradley, uh, f- he plays for Lakers, but shout out my man Avery Bradley. I love him even more now because he's sitting out the season and so he's not helping the Lakers win a championship. Yeah, so well. Avery Bradley's my number four. You're number four, Alex. Aaron Judge, uh, screw the Yankees. <laughs> well, that first and foremost. Yes, screw the Yankees. <laughs> But, man, that dude can hit bombs, and it is fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Also, he was a Red Sox fan before playing with the Yankees. There you go. See? Screw him for that, too. (laughs) No wonder. You're number three. My number three, Nikhil Harry, screw the Patriots. (laughs) Nikhil Harry? Nikhil Harry. I don't like anyone else on there. He stinks. Oh, because you went teams. Yeah. And then players you can see. Because I thought about the Patriots now, because if I thought about players (laughs) that genuinely like, I would have chosen Kyle Van Noy, because Van Noy was dope, but he's not there anymore. Double because he went to yeah. BYU and he played for the Patriots. Right, but that's not. I just liked Van Noy. Double he's jeopardy dope. for you. He yeah. was actually sweet and just good at the game. But Nikhil yeah. Harry, I'm hoping for him because I I liked him back in college. He was dope. He's a monster. Yeah. Hopefully he can get healthy and learn to, r- Run to around, learn the playbook. Ball, do the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do what wide receivers do. Right. Uh, my number three, Stephen Adams for the Thunder. Again, uh, hilarious okay. guy. Really yeah, nice guy. That's a good one. He's cool. He's got the big beard. He's a far- He farms in New Zealand during the offseason. Like, what a man. Everything about him is just so cool, but what he plays guy. for the Thunder. What a so, guy. He's my number three. My number three is CJ McCollum. You don't like the Blazers, huh? Really? Oh, wait, no. You're going off of players you love and hate. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I was Blazers like, are pretty dope. I, hate, I could have chose Damian Lillard, but. I hate <laughs> just this one because I hate when he plays against the Jazz because for some reason, him and Lillard, too. They just cannot find a way to guard him. Got to mention Lillard. So it drives me insane. But I love the way he plays and his upcoming into basketball and into the NBA in general, being such a late bloomer to what he came to be. Yeah. Nice. I like CJ McCollum. I'm obviously wearing a Blazers Damian Lillard jersey right now. They did a good job. Thank you. Uh, You're number two, Devin. Damian Lillard. (laughs) Back again. I had to put him together. Because okay. same the reason, man himself. same reason, I cannot freaking <laughs> stand when he plays against the Jazz. I cannot stand it because he you gotta just love it because he's a Weber State guy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah but man, off the court, on. that's what I mean. Like off the court, yeah, I like him. Back I like day, him a lot. He wants to play for Sloan. You know, he said in his song, "Let's play for the Jazz." Watch that, watch that front. Yeah, watch that front. Uh, my number two is Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, dude, that's mm. a good one. Mm. I like my boy Juju. Thank you. And the Steelers, dude, yeah. suck. I hate <laughs> I hate the Steelers, <laughs> but Juju like is awesome. He'd probably be my number six. I, number and six. also he went to USC, and I don't like USC at all, too. Yeah. But just like I've always liked Juju Smith-Schuster. He's awesome. He's an Adidas athlete. I kind of like Adidas athletes, uh, just like generally. Uh, also, he's hilarious, just really nice guy, stand-up guy, uh, and a great wide receiver. But it's like, oh, the Steelers suck. So right. uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is my number two. Okay. Alex, you're number two, and then you're number one. My number two, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Yes. Lamb is my guy. Oh, good. That's a good pick. <laughs> yeah, he is my guy. I freaking hate the Cowboys so much, oh, yeah. man. He's an Oklahoma guy. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, dude. Oh, I own this one because like, I like Baker Mayfield. He's also my guy. I was going to say, is Baker Mayfield your number and, one? And I also like Kyler Murray. No, he's not. Okay. Neither of those commands the like, top was. five cut. Who's your most disliked team? The Lakers. The Lakers are my most uh, okay. disliked team. I'm with you, brother. I'm and with you. my number one is Alex Caruso. Because go no. rep, go no, rep no, for no, all no, 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 no. Hey. Oh yeah. Hey, don't hey, mute me. No, keep the mute on. Keep the mute on. Don't you do it. Oh, He's no. not bleach. We hear enough from Bleacher Report. I want to yeah, hear from on. him. No, that's. I love, it. I love it. That's a horrendous pick. Terrible, Terrible. pick. Go, baby. Oh no. Balding man, I love. No, him. he's more than just balding. I don't know what's on the top of his head. Um, 
My number one is also a Lakers player. And you ready to apologize for that horrendous take? Thanks, Bleacher Report. Crusoe boys for life. Uh, my number <laughs> one is Rajon Rondo for the Lakers. Same thing. Mm. Again, Boston Celtics legend. Helped them win a championship in 08. Uh, one of the greatest point guards in Celtics history. My man always gave it his all for those Boston teams. Uh, he's awesome. My but man. then he plays for the my Los man. Angeles Lakers now, which sucks. Uh, again, I don't have to watch him help the Lakers win a championship because I think he broke his finger. I don't know if it was finger or his hand. Um, but he's out, so he's not in the bubble playing for the Los Angeles Lakers anymore, But or at least this season. Rajon Rondo, my favorite player who plays for a team that I hate. Devin, you're number one. Steph Curry. couple of Warriors on there, huh? Mm-hmm. As you see, my dislike for the Warriors. Like but Steph Lakers Curry. are still number one. But you just don't have any anything. players that you like on the No, because I just can't. I can't, Lakers. I can't <laughs> like a player Lakers. on the Lakers. Donovan Mitchell could go to the Lakers, and I'm automatically not a fan anymore. I, and he's dead to me until he's off the Lakers. Yeah. I'd still be a Donovan fan. So. That's, I'd no. Still no. Be, I wouldn't. How, look, I guess it kind of depends on Says how he gets the guy there. over there is like, I hate the Lakers so much. I do, but, but hold on. I said I'd be a Donovan fan. Hold on. I And it depends on how he gets there. Like, if he got traded. I don't care how he no. got there. He's in that. No, I wouldn't be a Donovan Mitchell fan. I would be a Donovan Mitchell fan. I love you. Spider. Like the only player you, that could have gone from Utah to the Lakers that I'd still like would was Carl Malone. Love you, Spider. It would have been Carl Malone. Like any other jazz player could go to the Lakers after Utah, and I would not like him. Yeah, but if Carl mm-hmm. Malone or John Stockton did, and Malone actually did, yeah, he, <laughs> he pulled the trigger. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's clear the benches. Clear them. Clear, clearing of the benches. News of the week. Pac-12 releases their football schedule. Talked about that. Utah going 5-5, five and five, according to me and Alex. Easily. 7-3, according to Devin. Uh, Texas Longhorns will wear protective visors slash masks on their helmet this season. All right. Bad idea. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to fog. You're not going to be able to breathe. Gonna it's going to fog see. up. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. nothing. Uh, don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, I agree they should probably figure out something to do. Uh, but just like the clear visor that goes all the way down to your chin and covers the whole face yeah, mask, it's not going to work. Just the eyes just does not work. Just wear a mask under your helmet. BYU did that at practice today. Did you yeah. see? Yeah. I mean, it looked ridiculous. But I, I don't mean, know. It, it probably didn't it do any good. But uh, and t- not the wearing it over the face mask, not wearing the mask. Wearing mask does good. Oh, I yeah. should make that clear. I saw that picture. They went. That had to yeah. have been a When I said joke. it didn't do any good, it was the fact that they were wearing the masks over their face masks. Wearing a mask over your actual mouth, out and about, does good. Which, that's probably just a joke. Uh, Antonio Brown, suspended eight games, will begin wherever he signs, whenever he signs with a team. Sounds you still right. want him on the Seahawks? Yeah. Even though he'd have to sit that half the season? That second half of the season plus playoffs might be kind of nice. That's a risk. But then he's going to have gone crazy take. by then. I mean, true. Like, it really depends on his mental state. <laughs> uh, Washington football team is allowing fans to submit name, ideas, logos, artwork, etc. Do you like the idea, Devin? Yes. I mean, yeah, they need it because clearly when they came up with the Washington football team, they didn't try well, too hard. Well, it's probably just for like licensing and all that. And just it's easy. They should have done it the Washington easy, football club. On. We talked about it last week. We should have been Washington football club. Uh, Magic forward Jonathan Isaac tears his ACL in garbage time versus so the Kings. Sad. Agree or disagree that he should have been in the game at that moment? Disagree that he should have been in the game. But it's just so sad. It's just I felt so bad for him. I, I was just like, man. What was sad I, to me is the comments. They were made on that. It's just like, like come on, like, just because he, yeah, like, well, he stood up. Now that's what happens. Didn't like, take a knee for the anthem, so took up. your knee. Just shut up. Uh, Cardinals and Tigers series postponed after 13 members of the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> at least it was 13 as of like yesterday when I wrote this. Could be probably more. 
after 13 members of the St. Louis Cardinals tested positive for COVID, at least two players had gone to a casino. Devin, what are the percentage chances you give Major League Baseball of finishing their season? Uh, I will give them a 80% chance. My fresh out of the oven last week was that baseball would finish their season. I don't think they will anymore. Yeah, I'm down uh, to like 40%. I was going to say, I'm, like, I'm going to be I like think 35. They, I, I think they could. I wouldn't be This is like the third team that, to have like a major outbreak, though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only been like two weeks. A week we'll and a half. We'll see where it goes. Uh, BYU kicked off their fall camp today. Devin, what are the percentage chances that BYU will have a season? A full season? Uh, I don't know. Just a season. I think as... I think as a highest percentage of any other college football team. Oh. I just don't think it'll be the season that I don't think it's the fans as, want. I don't think it's as high as the teams that have already been guaranteed a season. I mean, yeah. as far as like scheduled out. I mean, you can sit up on your hill and take the shots like you and all those faceless people on Twitter do. But I, I am not faceless, and I will take those shots because mm. you're not like deserved. Kylo <laughs> Whittingham. Or... Kylo Whittingham. Listen, man, some people just aren't built for it. They can't. They can't do it straight up, you know? They weren't yeah. built like me, Devin. They weren't built like me. 36 years old, sitting in their mother's <laughs> basement. Yes, you've accomplished so much. Yeah, something like that. All right. Any other final thoughts, news, comments? Uh, Go Jazz. Wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, jazz. jazz back in action tomorrow. Who do they versus, play? Uh, I think the Mavericks. Oh, uh, chalk that as a loss. <laughs> yeah, great. The Mavericks oh, have only won one game. Well, I mean, the in Jazz the are playing much better. I guess the Jazz have only won one game. And it was barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> we barely. It was uh, barely. Barely. If that's all your guys' final thoughts, thank you guys for listening to the Off-Field Generals podcast. There's hundreds or if not thousands of other podcasters out there. They tell you to go do uh, whatever it is that they ask you to go do to their podcast. Go do it to ours as well. So like, subscribe, leave a review, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and check out our website if you want. Also, YouTube videos hopefully will start popping up here shortly, so go check out the Beehive Sports YouTube channel as well. That'll do it for all of us here at the Off-Field Generals Podcast. Peace.